most kids resent a dad who's constantly pushing them. Let's go. But not Rick Hoyt. We can do this. For years, Rick has been pushed, pulled, and carried by his dad, and he loves it. Here they come. That's because Rick, a wheelchair quadriplegic since birth, and his father, Dick, together have competed in over 65 marathons. So when you see Dick Hoyt pushing his son around, you're witnessing extraordinary devotion. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. Pass it on. Here's my bucket list for the day. Read an article on a news subject. Say only nice things about others. And listen to everyone's opinions. Because making things better requires change. Now these changes aren't going to show up on your news feed, but they're things I can do. So change something today. It's not going to change the entire world but it's going to change your world. Change is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. My dad woke us up by telling us we were the best. That's how we woke up every morning. All the kids in his, that he had, all six of us, he, and he would cuss. My dad, you know, every guy from that generation, my dad was like a cowboy, you know, like a tough dude. And he would cuss when he woke us up. Like he'd rub our backs. He'd say some foul language and he'd tell us we were the best. And <laughs> We woke up that way and we were like, what is dad talking about? He's embarrassing us in front of, you know, the other Little League parents and our teammates because he kept saying we're the best and we weren't. But he just kept saying it and he kept seeing it. And then one day, he was so certain that we were the best that I think eventually after about 21, 22 years of hearing it, me and my brother just kind of surrendered to what he saw in us. We go, well, Maybe he's right. I mean, he's half crazy, but maybe he's right. And it turns out, you know, it, he was right. The certainty in which that like, the certainty that you see people with. Um, I find this really critical 
I've had really great coaches in my life and I've had really bad ones and we all have, right? Really sucky ones and really just amazing people that saw us clearly. The, the ones that, that were not good coaches, they just couldn't see clear. The ones that were great coaches, they saw us clearly and then they spoke us kind of into existence. They saw our greatness and they just kept kept noting it, kept talking about it, kept seeing it. And I think that's that's the new model, I think, of this term that we've kind of bankrupted called leadership. I think the new leadership, which I hate to even say that word because, you know, back when you and me were growing up, if somebody told you, hey, you're a leader, you know, you got to stand up, you got to lead. That meant something, but today's world, I'm not sure it has the same connotation. I think you will go reasons for the for that shift. I just think that leadership has has become a, a very narcissistic, meaning, oh, it's all about me, the leader. I get to talk. I used to, I get to point at people. I get to demand of them. And I'm not saying that's not a part of leadership. But the true leaders are more, they're just, I, I, I view them more as captains. Like, you know, like, I always think of like the captain of the Titanic. You know, everyone else gets off the boat and gets on the lifeboats. The captain does not get on a lifeboat. The captain goes down with the ship. And so the greatest captains that I've ever played with or played against are all kind of cut from the same cloth, meaning they're not necessarily the best player. They're not necessarily the superstar player. They play a position that does all the dirty work. They carry water for everybody else. They're certain and they, 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 they make you certain that you are going to win. That's what captaincy is all about. And I don't think our leadership model is there anymore. I think they're more about blaming the team, like pointing fingers at the team instead of going, I got this, let's go here. I see greatness in you. Did you see that interview with um, Jordan Embiid? He was the, the center for the Philadelphia 76ers. He won the MVP this year. Okay, so the 76ers get to the second round of the playoffs and they get blown out i mean just destroyed by the celtics and joel Embiid goes to the press conference and he says he saw this from dude so there was a mother star player on the team james harden he goes out to the press conference and they go hey you know we're gonna have done better blah 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 i'll see what over you know what are your thoughts and he goes well moon jones can't win alone the rest of the team needs to get better and you know how do you make that even if you think that, even if you think, and I would have you thinking in bad leadership, but to say it and then to say it publicly, oh, I can, I mean, that team will never win a championship as long as he's there. And I'm Nelson that prediction on that alone. That and that's where you should base it. They, there's a, you guys, there's a great book. Um, it's it's written by a guy named Sam Walker. It's called The Captain's Class. And it is about, he studied thousands and thousands of teams, both men's or women's teams, didn't matter what sport. It all came down to these seven 
people that led these seven teams. And they're just what you're talking about, Sanger. Exactly. It had nothing to do with them being a great player. It had nothing to do with them being James Harden or Joel Embiid. It had to do with character. And why? Why? You, you know who's going to win this thing is, like, we're talking about the NBA right now, right? It's so predictable who's going to win this thing because of character, not their ability to play. You think, you think, yeah, I, I can tell you right now, either Jimmy Butler's going to win this thing or that big dude for Denver, whatever his name, have a guess it. Those guys are straight up character. You know they're, they're going to win. If you ain't got character, you you not winning. Listen to this, you guys, and you'll you'll recognize this in your own business. Tom Brady does not he ain't the best player. He certainly ain't the best athlete, right? He wins more Super Bowls because he outbehaves everyone in the whole league. Think about that. I just said behaves. He ain't it's he didn't throw the ball any better than anyone else. Yeah, he surely can't run. He can't jump. He, this dude outbehaves everybody, meaning he's at bed. He's in asleep at 7 o'clock in the morning. He has his own scouting team scouting the rest of the league. So he gets intel on everybody. No one knows that. He's doing that. He's getting the intel. He's making up the game plans. This guy eats meticulously does not drink during the season like nothing so who do you think who do you think's gonna go to 10 super bowls him or the dude who's like on instagram every night like drinking and you know doing crazy crap and having showing no character i it's the still one of you you thought a player who played like a couple seasons in new england and he goes it's not as good as you'll think it's not fun at all <laughs> Anyway, I didn't think it was fun that you know that. Oh, oh my God! You know what? He's exactly right. That is, yeah. You cry. You that he seems like a nice all-American boy because he's handsome and you know got a nice family and all that. This dude is a killer. This guy is Albion and everybody. No one on his team is gonna mess up because they're playing to his standard, right? And the, and again, you guys, it goes back to. Is, is he a, the superstar player? Not really. But he ends, up, he ends up being it. But he gets the results. Thanks for making the great decision to listen in to this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly.
Take 